Prof, yesterday I went on my phone and I installed T-Mobile's spam blocker. I am tired of the scam calls. And I'm thinking today, Johnny. Wait, wait, before you continue, this is not sponsored by <laughs> T-Mobile at all, folks. We're not at getting all. paid for this. No, no, no. This is uh, off the cuff, right? ESPN probably should install their own spam or scam blocker. As we all know, we had this huge media storm. Um, we'll call it, it a storm. Spam, though. They allowed it to happen. They didn't do any due diligence. That's why I said spam slash scam. Uh, this is a this is a call that should have went straight to voicemail. <laughs> okay, this is so one of those ones. This we is a call that they should have fielded, researched it, literally find out. Because literally people on Twitter are saying, I just looked it up in like two minutes and I found out that this was fake. Like the school was so, fake. This is what I'm thinking. And we'll, we'll go ahead. And, and obviously we're talking about Bishop Sycamore. Um, just really briefly, I know we talked about it yesterday. If you haven't, definitely go check that episode out. Uh, it was, to some, a doozy. Um, but <laughs> Bishop Sycamore played IMG Academy over the weekend and was shellacked, which is a word I used in a, a word I learned in elementary school uh, during woodshop. Um, but it's a perfect phrase to just show how badly Bishop Sycamore got beat by IMG. Uh, but Coach Roy Johnson, whose picture floated around uh, more than pollen in the North Carolina summer, was fired yesterday. And this is the part that kind of got me is we're trying to figure out if the school is real or not. So it's like, it's almost like Tommy from Martin, obviously rest in peace to that actor, right? Yeah. Tommy and Martin, where we're saying, Tommy, you ain't got no job, man. So it's like, Roy, like if the school is fake, then your job is fake. <laughs> you understand then, what I'm saying? What is he getting fired from? If, that's if what that's, I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, are we, what if, if the school is fake, the job is fake, that means the team is fake. What are we finding? You ain't got no job, man. Um, let me take another angle approach to this. I, I'm going to have one too after you even, finish. Even if the school was real, and let's just say it sure. is just for argument's sake. Sure. It's not like the coach was the one who enrolled them into the school. Right. It's not like the coach is part of the administration to right. get these kids birthdays. That's dang true. And verify all this stuff. Like, this is what we call a fire, a fire sale, folks. <laughs> Someone had to fall on the sword. <laughs> It's just so weird. Uh, so that's a good angle. Now, this is the other angle that I wanted to go to. And then we can move on to, to real news. Um, what if, just what if, they paid the person at ESPN who fielded this call? Because you think about it. There's no way. Like somebody said. Which is, which is why I said yesterday, someone in ESPN is getting fired. They probably did, but what if they were quitting? What if they were on their way out anyway? 
Like, what if this was their last day and they were like, you know what? No, that's you know what, a bridge Mr. that you probably don't want to You know what, Mr. Johnson? You know what, Mr. Johnson? You called me on your, this is your lucky day. I am going to go ahead and submit. You said you, said you got D1 prospects? Okay. I am going to submit this for approval. Now, if they submit it for approval, because I'm sure it goes through more than one. Did I'm you, sure it goes through more than one. Did you just yes man me? Yes, 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 yes. No, no, yes. folks, yes. be patient. That will come. That will come. Exactly. But imagine that, though. And so I don't think it's just one person dropping a ball. It would have to have been multiple people because I'm sure that person fielding the call doesn't call the shots. They would have submitted it to this person like, hey. Um, and they probably said it just like this. I took this call from Bishop Sycamore. They said they got multiple D1 prospects. Here's the information that I could find because when I when I YouTube them, I kind of did see some 2020 film. So it's not apparently this is something that's out there. Uh, so they have something. I don't know if it's an actual school, but they have something. Um, but ultimately, he got fired. They're they're out they're on the outs and we pretty much have to figure out what's next for ESPN and their vetting process. Well, I mean, <laughs> ESPN did an incredible job of damage control, if you can call it that. Right, right. Okay, so in this situation here, um, we'll have to just see what happens. Now, moving forward, uh, looking over the NFL here. Um, there weren't too many big cuts. I mean, obviously we know about Cam Newton. Um, there are some other people who were placed on the P the PUP list, the pup list. Obviously, Stefan Gilmore was placed on that pup list. Uh, Michael Thomas was placed on that pup list. Um, there were some people who obviously we, we also talked about, um, you know, Bashar Perriman, the, receiver who I believe will get an opportunity once he clears that waiver wire. Uh, but there were some people who didn't make it. Obviously, quarterback Jake Browning from the Minnesota Vikings. We talked about Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert from the Cowboys who are now interested in bringing Cam in. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of different movement. Um, the Bears, in a surprising move, cut cornerback Desmond Trufant, who – I believe still has an opportunity to play other other places, um, similar to Josh Rosen, who was let go by the 49ers, but then now finds himself as a backup in Atlanta under Matt Ryan. So it's going to be a lot of interesting moves. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really curious to see how this waiver wire works, um, even with the likes of Will Greer, the young uh, quarterback uh, who who had very very promising numbers. Uh, he went to West Virginia uh, in college. He he was almost a, a first round pick, but then kind of slid to the third fourth round. But with the development of the XFL, PJ Walker obviously played extremely well and got an opportunity, and is now Sam Donald's backup. But I think PJ Walker has an opportunity to play. So I'm definitely interested in seeing how that turns out. Um, 
Um, I know there was some also some news about Malcolm Butler um, potentially retiring uh, from the Cardinals. So I was doing some personal issues, um, but we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Um, but yeah, the, it was a pretty relatively quiet day outside of Cam Newton getting let go. It was pretty quiet in the NFL. Um, pretty safe, I would say, NFL cut day. Uh, now, as far as the NBA goes, that's a whole different story. Uh, Lakers officially re-signed Raj- Rajon Rondo, which is awesome, which will give them more guard depth and more com- a more competitive spirit. Uh, in a surprising move, the Cavs have agreed to a one-year deal, non-guaranteed, with Taco Fall, um, which is awesome for him. I don't know. It seems like the Cavs are really stockpiling some bigs as they acquired Laurie Markinen as well. And um, they, they did some re-signings as well. And they still have Kevin Love on the roster. So uh, I'm curious to see what their plan is with Taco Fall. I'm hoping that he gets a chance to play because uh, I really think that he has really, really good uh, moves. Uh, I think he can shoot. He can obviously play defense. Um, he reminds me, of course, of Boban Bajanovic, not just because – He's tall, but he actually has a really, really good feel around the rim. Um, And despite his obviously tall body, he can actually move very, very well. Um, But lastly, Ben Simmons. The Ben Simmons train continues. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers and the process (laughs) officially put on notice as Ben Simmons says, hey, I want out. Um, There are several teams that, of course, would be interested, um, but at this point, and this is something that I always hate, when a player comes out and says it, hey, I want out, in my opinion, that lowers the trade value for the team. So I'm not 100% sure what the 76ers are going to get back in return for Simmons. Obviously, his playoff, his playoff, I don't even say performance, or I guess his blunder from the free throw line and I guess his, at times, irregular shooting ability or whatever you want to call it, um, leaves more room for desire. But I know in the offseason he's been working um, and I believe each season he's gotten better and better. So he's going to look for a team that's going to want to run and really make some splashes. I don't think you put him in the half court set. I really think you want to get him out in space and have him run. Um, but one team that comes up here, and this is from CBS Sports, which is an uh, interesting list that they put together. Uh, the first one is the Portland Trailblazers, obviously a package where Ben Simmons gets traded for C.J. McCollum. I know me and Prop talk about that quite often, about you know whether it's time for the Trailblazers to move on from either Dame Lillard or C.J. McCollum, um, because just like similar two-player systems uh, a la Wizards with uh, Bradley Beal and John Wall. Eventually, it's going to be time to move on. Uh, Second, we have the Golden State Warriors, who I feel like they've been trying to move on from several people for a while now. Um, Of course, they're unsure about Klay Thompson. um, And I think the big question would be if Simmons and Draymond Green can coexist. Um, I know they've been really, really trying to package James Wiseman, which stinks because he was the number two overall pick in 2020. 
uh, and they've been looking to move Andrew Wiggins, but I'm not 100% sure that's enough. Um, and I know Daryl Morey, that bum, he doesn't want to go and just get draft picks. So it's going to have to be something bigger than just Wiseman and Wiggins. So I'm not 100% sure what they would be looking for. Um, the next team they have on here is the Atlanta Hawks, uh, which they do have a lot of, I'm going to say, depth at the forward position. Obviously, they have Kevon, my man Kevon Herder, Cam Reddish, and DeAndre Hunter. Um, and if you can just flip two of those guys, you know, and possibly maybe add somebody like Gallinari or, or Bogdanovich, um, we'll give you an opportunity to keep your core and have Ben Simmons, Trey Young, Clint Capella, and John Collins. Uh, but there's a high chance that Philadelphia would want John Collins. Um, so I'm not 100% sure about that as well. But with those other players, it gives them a little bit of flexibility. Uh, next, hmm, the Denver Nuggets. I'm not 100% sure. Um, they really, really want to change anything. I, I mean, obviously, Michael Porter Jr. is an interesting prospect that I could see Daryl Moore possibly wanting, but you definitely don't. You definitely don't see yourself giving up Jamal Murray, and I can't see the Sixers wanting Shake Milton or uh, Aaron Gordon or any of those guys. Obviously, Jokic is definitely a no. So, yeah. Uh, with the Minnesota Timberwolves on, which is number five on the list, I just don't see it. Um, yeah, I'm just not seeing it. I don't even know if I can go over this because uh, obviously Carl Anthony Towns, unless he wants out, D'Angelo Russell definitely doesn't want to go back to Philadelphia. And Anthony Edwards, why would they trade him? So it really doesn't make any sense. I can't see anything here worth mentioning. I don't think they should break up that core. They just have to find a playmaker. And scoring and defense, I think scoring is a little bit more valued in the Timberwolves locker room. Um, and I just don't see where Simmons fits there. And that actually might go the same thing with the Grizzlies. Um, John Morant and Simmons together would be awesome, but I'm sure this is probably going to cost them Dylan Brooks. And I think Dylan Brooks is a stud. And if I'm Memphis, I personally wouldn't want to send him there. Um, I do like DeAnthony Melton a lot. But I don't know if Milton and Brooks is enough for Simmons. Um, but if I'm great, if I'm Memphis, I definitely wouldn't make this deal. I, I, I do not think this is a good deal. Um, number seven, um, which is the last team on here, who seems to be somebody that's really stockpiling bigs right now. We just mentioned it with Taco Fall. That's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, obviously, they have Colin Sexton. They have Isaac Okoro. But they also have Kevin Love. Uh, they have a few different pieces. Um, and I would say that in this particular situation, there could be a multiple-team trade. Um, I'm hoping that based on this trade, this doesn't go through because I don't like either one of these players for Houston, especially if they're saying that we're giving up Christian Wood. Uh, but this particular trade was send Ben Simmons to the Cavs. The Rockets would get Taylor, Horton Tucker, Isaac Okoro, and a first round top 
five protected pick from Cleveland. The 76ers would get Ricky Rubio, Christian Wood, and Colin Sexton, as well as a Cavaliers 2024 first round pick. And the Lakers would just get Seth Curry, which I don't know how the Lakers would feel about giving up just Taylor Horton Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, that was exchange. So this is actually the uh, first trade I've ever heard from the Lakers where the Lakers didn't necessarily get the most beneficial piece of the play. Right. In this particular trade, I would assume that the freaking Lakers would get Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, if exactly. we're being honest. <laughs> so um, outside of that, uh, I don't really like any of these trades. I think if I had to choose one, I probably would I probably would say the Hawks. Um I don't think any of these other teams outside of maybe the Trailblazers, if they could send Covington and CJ McCollum over for Simmons, maybe. Um, but I don't think the Warriors want freaking Andrew Wiggins and James Wiseman. Um, but Kevon, as I so like to call him, Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter are, um, yeah, that's a good start. But John Gotti. The people heard this show on their favorite podcast platform, but if they didn't, they can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com. Not only to review this episode, but all of the previous. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as Doc and Prof deliver you the news, the analysis, and the reads. ESPN, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Shame.